Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Julbert Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hey everyone, welcome. My name is Jube Abraham, the LinkedIn guy. Welcome to my new special show. <laughs> so what I want to do today, nice. <laughs> I have my good friends, um, Josh Costello from Costello Creative here with me. And this is what I call uh, tips for my connections. So I figure every month uh, I have tons of great connections. I want to bring one of them on and, and just learn from them, learn from what they're doing, learn from what they're doing and, and what's working for them. So what I want to do today is have my buddy George tell a bit more about himself and then we'll jump into asking him a few good questions. And if you guys have questions at the end, you're welcome to ask, you're welcome to reach out to him and then any comments you want to put on there, let's have a great conversation. Let's make this fun. So George, good friend, take it away. Tell us a bit more what's about up? you. Good. Excited to what's have up, you. What's up, man? Sounds, yeah, <laughs> it sounds juicy. This is fun. Yes. This is fun. I know, I know. I'm excited. Nice, nice. I can't wait to see how we make this happen. You know? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me absolutely, more absolutely. You. you know, what is one thing that a lot of people don't know about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's funny. So I, I think, uh, you know, people look at me and they see the hair, right? It's always like the first impression. So uh, that's something they know about me and uh -huh. something that uh, I probably should have considered as part of my branding when we did our rebrand about a year ago. <laughs> uh, maybe something something a bit more iconic, but we didn't go that route to try to keep it a little bit more professional and highbrow. And, uh -huh. um, so people, they look at me, they say, oh, artist and musician for sure. And um, it's true. You know, um, obviously I'm an artist and I am also a musician. I think that's pretty obvious. But um, one thing people are typically surprised about is that I'm actually very handy with tools and um nice. you know I think I could probably yeah yeah so I could think I, I could probably thank my father for that because he um he was a mechanic um mm -hmm. in his career and um you know I always kind of oversaw him as he was like fixing things around the house and um it's pretty cool to have observed him like his whole life being so handy and I think I picked a lot of that up and you know That's I do cool. hope that yeah right so yeah. um I don't look like Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm thinking about my dad. I grew up in the construction space as well in Haiti. So, but I didn't pick up any skills like you did. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, it's funny because it's actually, I mean, it's also a bit of a hobby too. Like I actually enjoy fixing things and I actually look for things to fix. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm hoping that I can kind of pass that stuff down to my son who, uh, you know, he's three and a half right now. And uh, it's kind of, it's adorable. He, um, he thinks that like anything could be fixed with a screwdriver and a battery and it's, it's cute. So. <laughs> well, congrats. You know, I mean, you, you've definitely picked up some really cool skill sets. Um, now I'm curious, right? So you, you, you look like an artist, a musician, um, you pick up, you know, skills in terms of fixing things so you could easily be in construction. So how did you get started with Costello creative group? Like where did that come from? <laughs> Sure, sure. So um, I went to school for graphic design and I graduated in 2002 from Kane University, which nice. is, is known as being one of, one of the better design schools, um, at least in, in this state. And uh, I started some production work along the way, working for mm -hmm. a small print shop in Cranford. Um, and then from there, I kind of fell in love with design because I was doing a lot of hands-on production, kind of like 
playing with other people's artwork and fixing their <laughs> artwork and setting it up for press. And I was like, well, this is cool. And it's good skills, uh, you know, for me still to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just wasn't creative enough. So uh, I found myself in automotive packaging for a year after that. And I wasn't huge on that. Um, so I, I was kind of looking along the way and, and I, I, I honestly landed kind of my dream job um, at a flavor and fragrance company where I spent um, about eight years supporting global marketing teams with their communication needs. And I, I got that position because one of my professors at the time, um, he had that role uh, and he happened to be leaving and he was like, dude, like I'm leaving soon. If you're interested, you know, give me your resume. And I was like, sweet, you know, (laughs) I got a foot in the door. So that's awesome. Yeah. You be- yeah, you- so that was really cool. Wow, you probably built a really good relationship with him because, you know, he told you beforehand and, and kind of positioned you. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, you know, the, it's funny. I mean, ironically enough, the class he was teaching was Adobe Flash. And, I, I mean, now we all know it's kind of dead. Uh, but at the time, it was kind of up and coming. Yeah. And that was a big part of his role was developing uh flash presentations you know like they were looking for new innovative ways to take yeah. powerpoint and just do something cool with it um so he saw that i was really catching on quickly in the class and he was like you know i think you definitely have the skills to do this so uh it just you know listen the the stars aligned it worked out i spent eight years there i made some of my best relationships my nice. whole life at that you know at that job that i i still um can probably attribute this business to today because those people uh, you know, for my initial network and I continue yeah. to reach out to them and to their friends and, you know, here, here you go. Right. That's pretty awesome. So I'm, I'm curious, right? So you, you know, you went from getting this great job and then starting Costello creative now, you know, years later, what kind of clients do you normally work with and why do they work with you? Sure. So, um, I'm not sure if this is unique, but I, I feel like it is because we have two very different um, mm-hmm. types of clients. We have corporate marketing teams, which mm-hmm. is probably our biggest client base mm-hmm. uh, across industry. Um, but we also do work with small to mid-sized business owners, but they're, they're very different engagements in terms of, um, uh, you know, needs, just jargon, the language that we speak. Gotcha. A lot of business owners are coming at this from a, a very different angle than, say, a corporate marketing person. Yeah who's very familiar with hiring creative understands design. Um, so, you know, going into it, there's definitely a different set of expectations and we know what's, what's going to be required of us mm-hmm. um, based on the type of business and the person that we're talking to. Um, but, you know, they have the same problems though, right? They're all struggling yeah. to be unique in this, in this noisy marketplace. Right. Yeah. Um, many of them just don't have the skills to execute the materials that are required mm-hmm. of them. You know, a lot of sales teams are relying on these people to produce tools for them on an ongoing basis to support, you know, product launches and promotions and just, you know, general awareness campaigns. And, you know, oftentimes there's one or two marketing people on any given team. And if we're working with a, a business owner, yeah. um, there's just very limited resources, right? And so that's where we step up um, and we're really able to help them. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of brand dilution going on. Uh, you know, yeah. these marketing teams are, you know, part of their, their job requirement, um, whether it's on paper or not, is to kind of police their brand. And yeah. that's just another thing they have to do, right? Uh, some of them are comfortable doing it. Some of them are not. So mm-hmm. we could really help them create a cohesive brand experience from print to digital worlds. Gotcha. Now, now I'm curious, right? Because nowadays it's tons of branding and creative agencies 
coming out everywhere. <laughs> so, you know, what know. is like, like, <laughs> right? We see him all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. What is, yeah, it's crazy. Know, what's that one thing you, you would say that allow you to separate, you know, your company from other design companies? Sure. No, it's a good question. And, um, I actually had someone ask me that recently and uh, you know, we are competing with against a lot of people, right? Yeah. Um, the internet has brought these people out of the woodwork. So, you know, yeah. you're, you're competing as a design firm with freelancers, you're competing with uh, people on Upwork and Fiverr and all these other uh, crowdsourcing platforms. You're competing with local design firms and, yeah. and larger marketing agencies. And so the, the competition is definitely fierce. And I think everyone's always looking for that. You know, what is that unique perspective? What's that angle? Right. Um, for us, I think one one of the things, well, there's two things, but the first one is I think we're we're extremely design centric, meaning that we're not a full service strategic marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with marketers that typically come to us with strategy. So we are the executional team. You know, we're the ones that are going to take that that vision yeah. and bring it to life. Um, and we're often confused with that. People will come to us and say, well, you know, we don't even have our, our branding worked out yet in terms of like, you know, what's our positioning and who our target audience is. And, that's kind of not what we do. Although we do have partners that do it that we'd love to tap into. Um, it's a bit of a misconception. So I find that often people try to hire us too soon. Gotcha. Um, so that's, that's an interesting thing I've learned over the years and I kind of know how to sniff that out now. And I guess the second thing would be that, you know, it's, it's our vertical, you know, we, we play a lot in the chemical flavor, fragrance and beverage space. Uh, Obviously that's my background. It's what I know. Um, my network is vast in that space, you know, so it was kind of, it was easy to sort of slip in there and, you know, um, uh, show a portfolio to, yeah. you know, prospects that was strong and that was, that was compelling to them. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. the fact that, you know, right, as a small business owner, a lot of us sometimes don't know that, you know, sometimes when a client is hiring us too soon and you've been doing this for so long, you know, exactly, okay, they're not ready for us yet. You know, some people would have still right. tried to take it and go with it, but you know, okay, they're not ready. Yeah. They need some work before they get to me. So that's pretty it's true. Cool. And you know, what I, what I try to do is I, I, I don't ever want to leave anyone kind of like, you know, at a dead end. So we yeah. try when we do sniff that out and I say, okay, listen, we, we want to work with you on this project for sure. And I do think we're a good fit. However, you know, you need three months and you know, I'm more than happy to connect you with, with experts that can get you to that place. And, you know, we try to stay in touch along the way, but I, I'm happy to make referrals and kind of kickstart the project for them, you know? That's cool. Now I'm curious, uh, you know, like how would the company, right? Let's say they're, they're, they're ready. Um, they're, they're at that phase where they can actually work with you. How would you say that company mm-hmm. can leverage branding and design to, to grow their business and increase revenue because some people just think brandy oh i just do a cute picture and a cute logo that's it i'm yeah. good so how, how would uh, they i know <laughs> yeah it's it's so hard to um uh quantify you know uh design you know and the reality is that everything that we look at has been designed by somebody right yeah um i think but the first thing is i i just i tell people is you have to value design and if you don't understand it you should read about it um, some of the biggest products out there and Apple always comes, you know, comes uh-huh. up first. Apple is one of the biggest innovative companies, you know, and their design is world renowned for being, you know, modern and simplistic and elegant and sophisticated. Right. But it didn't happen by accident. You know, it's a lot of trial and error to get to that place. And, you know, 
um, with you know the vast amount of competition out there, mm. um, you know, on the internet and whatnot, like I said before, it's like, you know, people do say, you know, perception is more than reality. And I'm a huge believer in that. Mm. Um, you know, in business, your brand's image, uh, it's, it's, it's super important, right? And people yes. have judgments about, you know, oh, what did it take to develop that brand? That brand doesn't look like they put any, any work into it. You know, they, they even will value your products and services based on that interpretation of that, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can even guess the size of your company. Like, you know, when you're looking at a pizza place and, you know, their branding looks like it's from the 80s and you're like, oh, that's like a mom and pop pizza place. They've been there forever. And that works for them, yeah. right? But that might not work for a high-end Italian restaurant, right? Sure. With a uh, hundred dollar checks. <laughs> so it's, it's very, it's a very interesting thing. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah. So I think, you know, the expectation, um, is, is important and people, you know, will look at your brand and, and they will perceive, Oh, my customer service experience should be X, Y, Z because yeah. I look at them, you know, they're a big yeah. company. They should be taking care of me. I expect quality. I expect, you know, tight processes and policies and procedures in mm-hmm. place. And when they don't get that, what happens? You're disappointed, right? Yeah. It kind of shut down. So, I so see. huh? Being yeah. Yeah. So I think this, yeah, that's cool. So uh, I want to take it a step further, right? Like, you know, they're, they're spent time building their brand and really leverage that and really mirror to to have the right customers in front of them. Now I'm I'm curious for you as a business, you know, how do you market yourself in 2019? You know, how do you market yourself right now in this this era of internet and social? <laughs> Jabera, that's a secret. That is a secret, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, tell us a little so, bit of that secret. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. So it's 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 an interesting thing, right? It's a whole cobbler shoes uh, syndrome too, right? Like we. Yeah. We try to do a lot of stuff. It's hard to get to it. We're so busy with client work first, but it's important. And I believe in marketing and I believe in, in branding and such, right? So we're always working on our own stuff and everything from like, we have a referral pro- program in place that we promote. Um, you know, it's not the ideal strategy referrals yeah. and any business that's relying on them solely is making a huge mistake, but it should be part of your mix. Absolutely. Um, you know, and um you know, we're in an industry that requires a lot of upfront education prior to an engagement. So sometimes our sales cycle is a little long, um, especially with someone who's never outsourced creative. So, um, you know, knowing that I try to use a broad stroke for marketing and being, you know, blogging, social media, um, that really informs and explains the value of what we do for business while also shedding some light on, you know, some of our solutions. And people have said, well, what do you do? And like, you know, what does that mean? Uh, again, especially, you know, on the small business owner side, yeah. this is very new to them. Marketing teams kind of get it, but you know, we've optimized our website, yeah. SEO, um, which as you know, you know, these days is super important to drive traffic, right? I agree. Um, we try email marketing, which, you know, it depends on what you're doing, but we've tried newsletters. We've tried social media related blasts. I mean, we're kind of always trying to mix it up. Um, right now we're doing a lot of blogging. So a lot of our email marketing uh, is around the, you know, those blogs that we do on a biweekly basis. So we're trying to drive traffic to our blog page through uh, campaigns. So it sounds like yep. you have several different buckets in terms of marketing running at the same time to, to keep the, the wheels rolling yep. as you still have to work with clients. I mean, you think about a small business. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that that you know let's say you're a small yeah. business owner you've been in business for three to five years right and, and in your opinion yeah. what is that one thing you would like to share with them because we, you we, you and i are both business owners right don't you like to start there's somebody that's starting out or just in that three to five year mark what is that one thing that you think could yeah. help them become successful sure and i'll go back to what i said before about you know my network when i was back in corporate that i yeah. still tap into today i really do think it's about who you know and you need to put yourself out there i, I think it's so easy when you're running a business right at 5 p.m just to shut it down and say like i'm done for the day i'm exhausted <laughs> but the reality is just like you're not going to scale it that way it's just it's yeah. not going to happen um so i i i would say my suggestion is to definitely join networking groups mm -hmm. but be selective because you know the balance of groups that you know you want to have some that have your peers so you can learn and educate yourself absolutely about who's better than you and what are they doing right and wrong right but you also want to have um groups where your clients hang out your ideal client so um you know and if you've done it right as a business owner and you've chosen some kind of a focus area some kind of niche some kind of vertical yeah. um it's quite simple to find a group because there's literally groups for everything right yeah i agree um where you run into problems and i've seen people that kind of are generalists and 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 want to you know be everything to everyone is they kind of don't know where to put their their time and, and efforts so that's where it gets really tricky so so first it's Pick, you know, have a strategy, pick a vertical, pick a focus, be really good at a couple things, um, and then find out where those people are hanging out after hours and, mm -hmm. and see if you can get yourself in a group or two. Um, just, I, I would say, you know, I've, I've attended a few groups of like random business people and like all that stuff, I think it's just a waste of time. You really need to get in front of people that are, that are you know, have buying potential. Gotcha. So, that's, that's huge. Because yeah. When you're first starting out, right? Like when I first started out, I was using LinkedIn heavily, but I was doing about four to five networking events um, a week on top of being wow. on LinkedIn because I figured, oh, I need to be everywhere. But then as, as my business started to grow, I realized, oh, wait, I don't need to be in a lot of these places because some of them may not be the best place where I'll find my type of client that I'm looking for, you know? So that's why I strongly sure. agree with you in terms of, go where you can learn, go where you can be around decision makers and then build those relationships because right, no like and trust, that's the big thing. Um for people to buy and do business. Big with. thing. So, you know, I don't want to take too much big time. Thing. <laughs> you know, I yeah, it's all good, man. I'll talk to you all day. <laughs> we gotta go to work, right? We gotta get back to work. So uh to finish up what I would love that's right, to clients, clients. <laughs> you know uh, I want to know, you know, um, how do people get in touch with you if they want to to learn more about Costello Creative Group, use your services, have questions about design or branding, you know, how do they get yep. in touch with you? Sure. So a few ways. Obviously, you could visit our website, um, fill out a contact form. You could request a, a quote on the top right. We have a nice little button, mm -hmm. big stroke around it. Um, and of course you could send us an email at, uh, connect at Costello creative, uh, group.com. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of our creative team, uh, will definitely get back to you, uh, to answer any questions, set up a call, um, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, listen, we still have the phone and I, you know, I struggle with this every day. People don't want to pick up the phone, but Joe they could pick up the phone and call me. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and if I don't answer it, I'll get back to you. Sure. So you got email, you got website, you got phone, you know, you could, I'm, you can't text me because I'm not giving you my mobile number, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's awesome. Well, thank you again, George. This yeah. was 
very, very helpful. I really appreciate you spending time with us today and doing this. And Absolutely. Your day. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.